Hello, hello everyone. Let's dive in to today's topic, the hidden money, strategies to find money hidden in your business. Because the thing is, I can guarantee there's money hidden in your business at this very point in time. It's just knowing where to look and being able to release that money from your business. Now, I would be crazy if I did not mention money leaks. Money leaks is money hidden in your business. For those of you that follow any of my content, you know I speak a lot about money leaks, so I'm not gonna go into it massively in depth in this session. But what I will do is I will include the link to the money leaks video I have on my YouTube channel and you can check that out. I will add that once our, um, once our session is done so that you have that as well. That is the first uh, thing that I want you to be really aware of are those money leaks in your business. Eradicating those money leaks does recover or uncover hidden money in your business. The second thing that I want you to um, think about when you're looking for money that is hidden in your business, hidden in plain sight, perhaps, is churn. So churn in our businesses, churn is basically a term that's often used for people that have things like membership sites, but this is applicable even if you have a standard service-based business or a product-based business even, because what churn is basically is when people drop off, when people stop becoming a regular customer or client of yours, that is churn. That is when you when you lose them at becoming regulars. Um, so as I said, that can happen in any service-based business if the expectation is that they you know, buy each time you launch or each, each month and they don't, you've lost a client. So making sure that you have all your systems, processes, and um, targets, matrix around keeping hold of the current clients and customers you have to reduce your churn. That is essentially what number two is, is making sure you have everything in place, that you do everything possible to keep all of the clients and customers that you currently have. So that can often look like communication. That can be a big, big reason why people lose customers or clients. Also expectations and deliverables that you have given not measuring up to their expectations. Making sure that primarily you communicate around that so that people know what to expect, what they're gonna get, all that kind of stuff that massively, massively helps. And just making people understand and feel like they are getting value from what you deliver, whether that be services or products, whether that be recurring memberships or whether that be new purchases they make with you each time, making sure that you can get them to become a lifelong customer or client is going to reduce your churn and it's going to increase the amount of money in your business because it is much, much cheaper to keep an existing customer or client than it is to go out and find new ones. Therefore, making sure your churn is as low as it possibly can be, making sure that you have as few people leaving your business, exiting your business as your clients and customers as possible is going to do that. It is going to increase the money in your business. It's going to increase the lifetime value of a customer or client to you. And that number is incredibly important as well. 
The other thing that many, many people don't put into place are things like add-ons and upsells. So if you're speaking to a current customer or client, do they want to take the next step with you? Do you have that for them? What does that look like? Because what you can find is that people want to take things further with you. They want to progress with you, but you're not providing an offering for them. So they go elsewhere to find that. That can very often be the case with coaches. For example, if you have a program that somebody is in and they come to the end of that program, if you don't have another tier or another level or somewhere for them to go afterwards, they'll find a coach who does. And this can happen in many, in many other industries as well. If you don't, if, if your client doesn't see that you can grow with them as they grow, then they are going to go elsewhere. So add-ons and upsells are going to be really important to progress people through those stages of their business or their whatever it is they're doing, their health journey, whatever that might be, to get them to progress with you as well. Now, I want to put a little bit of a caveat in here because I am a massive believer that having tons and tons of revenue streams in your business is often diluting what you can offer. So I am a big fan of focusing on one revenue stream until that revenue stream gets to, at an absolute minimum, 100K in revenue. If it's not at that level, then you need to think really long and hard about whether you should be introducing another revenue stream or whether that's going to dilute your focus and your energy. So I'm saying that we should have progression but I'm also saying make sure that your initial offering, whatever that is, whether it's a product or a service, make sure that is robust and strong and delivering you a good revenue as well as a solid profit before you start introducing other revenue streams. Another place where money is hidden in your business, that's three we've covered so far. The fourth place that money is hidden in your business is in your audience and in your audience's brains, fundamentally. Asking your audience what they need is a great way to uncover hidden money in your business if you are then able to service and provide and support that need. So asking your audience is incredibly important and a great way to uncover potentially hidden revenue streams or levels of support or value that you can provide your audience. Because you may ask, and it may not be something that you actually want to produce a whole course or a program on, but it might be, an, it might be something that you actually just add as an extra value add to what you're already doing. So asking your audience can uncover massive hidden money in your business. And even if you do have it as a value add, then next time you speak about whatever it is you sell, highlighting that value add will speak to some people that it never spoke to before because they didn't know it existed. They didn't know it was an option for you. So making sure that you highlight that as well. Having a referral strategy. This is the fifth hidden money place in your business. Many, many businesses rely on word of mouth and referrals to grow their business, but they don't actually have a strategy to collect those referrals and act on them. 
So weaving in a referral strategy to what you do, getting that in some way systemized so that you ask for referrals, so that you garner referrals in your business, incredibly important and a place 100% where there will be hidden money in your business because we all know that when we get someone who is referred to us from a current customer or client, it's a much easier conversation. They've already, for the most part, gone through a lot of that know, like, and trust. They probably even stalked you on social media after their friend has recommended you. They probably know a bit more about you than you might think. They're not coming to you cold as a cold lead. They're coming very much as a warm lead. And so therefore being able to garner those referrals as part of a strategy is going to unleash some hidden money in your business. It's going to increase your revenue in your business. The next one that I want to cover and speak about is a Facebook community like you're in now. If you don't already have a Facebook community, I highly, highly urge you to start building a Facebook community. It is not too late. It is not too crowded. You can absolutely start your own Facebook community and grow your own Facebook community around your area of expertise. And within your Facebook community, not only will you be providing massive value to potential prospects, to potential leads, but you also can use it to provide value to your current customers. I have a lot of clients who are in my Facebook group who get value from what I share from being in the Facebook group, value that's over and above what they're actually paying for. And that's a good thing. That can help with the referral strategy. That can help with people getting that know, like, and trust and understanding you before they come to ask you to have a consultation call or a fitting call or whatever that might be. So having a group of people that you can serve at your highest level that you can in a free community is a massively, massively important thing in terms of your own business and how you can then use that to, um, you know, to launch to, for example, or just to mention, get on a call with me, those types of things. Incredibly important to have a community where people can come together. And that does provide and release money hidden in your business as a result as well. The seventh, I think it's seventh thing that I want to share with you is around loss making and energy draining programs. I see a lot of people running programs or services that are either loss making and they don't really know they are. So making sure you're really clear on how profitable each of your programs and services are is incredibly important, but they're either loss making, in which case massive money drain, no point in having a loss making program for the most part. Now, there will be that 0.1% where it is worth having a loss-making program as a leader into higher-end offerings, but typically that is not the norm at all, not even close to the norm. And for 99.9999999% of people, it is pointless 
completely pointless having a loss making program. So making sure you understand whether each of your programs and services and offerings, products, all those things are actually profitable in their own right, in their own silo is very, very important to make sure that there is not money being sucked away from parts of your business. Because if you have anything loss making, you're stealing money from the whole business. So making sure that you understand that. Um, and also I want to factor in there as well, programs that are energy draining for you. So if you have any product pro programs, services, or products where you go to deliver and you think, oh no, or even any clients, if you're working one-to-one, -one, you think, oh no, I've got to do that again. I've got to deal with that again. And it just is energy sapping for you. It does not light you up. Then you need to make some considerations around that because that sap of energy is a drain on money in your business because you won't be showing up fully. You won't be showing up in the way, even if, you, even if your intention is to, you won't be showing up in the best way for yourself or for your clients. It means that people won't be getting the results that they could be getting had the situation been different. It means that you won't be feeling like you're delivering the way you could. It just is a drain on everyone if it's a drain on you. So if you're delivering a product, service, or program that you do not get excited about, that you are not happy about, then you have to question if that should be culled in order to free up your energy so that you can deliver pro program services and products that you are excited about, that you are energized about, that then you can sell easier, that becomes just a much easier flow of money for you. So that is, as I say, I think number seven out of some hidden money strategies uh, to find money hidden in your business. And number eight I have is one that many, many people shy away from uh, and don't like doing, and that is debtor collection. If you have invoiced somebody, make sure they pay you. Make sure that you are getting payment on that invoice. So many business owners send out invoices and then they don't chase them. They feel bad, they feel icky, they think it's not polite, all those things. Make sure you are chasing up money that is owed to your business. You have put in the time and energy and work and deserve to be paid for that. Sending out an invoice is not you being paid for it. Receiving the cash in the bank is you being paid for it. So make sure that you are being paid for the work that you are doing and make sure that you are not letting debtors languish and lapse. And then six months later, you think, well, I can't ask them now. None of that needs to happen in your business. Make sure that you're on top of collecting funds. Of course, we want to try and get payments up front, part payments in advance, those kinds of things to avoid this situation where you've delivered in full and then months down the line, you're still chasing for money. But in some situations, that's just not possible. So in some types of businesses, you just can't do that. It's just not how the industry operates. And no matter how hard you try, you're not going to manage to to alter that. Therefore, if you are in that situation where you're delivering and then chasing money afterwards, chase the money.
don't let people off with not paying you. It is a massive, massive mistake to do that. And it's to your own business's detriment, which is not what we want either. So that is eight ways that money is hidden in your business. So money leaks, churn, add-ons and upsells, asking your audience what they need, referral strategies, Facebook communities, loss-making and energy-draining programs, and debtor collection. So I'm pretty sure that everyone watching can do at least one of these, if not more. There are other ways as well that money is hidden. So off the top of my head, there are things like your email list. Are you emailing your list with great content and never selling? Or are you doing the complete opposite and emailing them always selling and never delivering great content, getting the balance so that you can make sure that your email list is engaged, you're delivering them great value, and you're also at certain points in time offering to get on a call with you or selling to them. Important to get that balance as well. So there's a bonus number nine in terms of money hidden in your business. I often see this as well. So making sure that you understand how to use those kinds of strategies in a way that's going to support your business too. So there are many other places that money can be hidden in your business. I just wanted to cover off the most common that I see. So like I said, I hope that um, some of those will give you some food for thought around the strategies that you need to put into place, whether that be a system to um, stop the churn and increase the stickiness of your customers or clients, increase how long they're here, whether that be getting a robust referral strategy in place or whether that just be going out and asking your audience more frequently what they need from you. There is a number of ways that you can release money hidden in your business, even at this point in time, even at this point in time where we are in a recession, we're in the middle of a pandemic, you can still go out and ask your audience what they need. I hope that has been useful. Hope this session has been useful for you. Um, do let me know some of the things that you implement as a result. I would love to know what this session has given you food for thought over. So do come and let me know in the groups things that you are doing to release that hidden money in your, money in your business. So I will see you then. Take care, everyone. Bye. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. If you do, please, please do tag me. I'm Annette underscore Fergs on both Twitter and Instagram. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time. <laughs>